Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, February 16th, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. Well, as is often the case, today we have many celebrations from around the world recalling just how much our Blessed Mother loves us and looks after us. So first, we go to Hungary, uh, where we celebrate Konyeso Sus Maria, Jalopalafa in Miskolcik Borzod Abuj Zemplen in Hungary. My apologies to all the Hungarians. Um, so what does this celebrate? Of course, it celebrates Our Lady. Um, but during the Turkish occupation of the late 1600s, the town of Jalopalafala, which is in northeastern Hungary, if you didn't know that, um, it was destroyed and just left abandoned. Right, But not long after, Greek Catholics resettled the area, and the painting of the Madonna and Child in their village church perspired and wept bloody tears from January 16th to February 6th, uh, from January 6th to February 16th, 1717. Okay? So this recalls the, the, the last day that the image sweat and shed tears of blood. The bishop then took the picture to Ege where it stayed at the Franciscans until the communists dissolved religious orders in 1950. The painting was then misplaced. Um, but in 1969, they located the original image in the Diocese of Pesh, where a friar had taken it when the monastery was closed. So, on October 25th, 1973, after 256 years, the weeping Virgin Mary was returned to the Church of the Visitation in Sajo Palafala, which is where it remains to this day. Now we're going to jump over to Italy, where we celebrate Madonna della Luce in Ugento, in Lecce, Puglia, Italy. So Madonna della Luce, the Madonna of Light, right? So the feast recalls the blind man's finding of the painting in 1563, or like we could say, the previously blind man, right? So what's the story? Okay. Well, uh, what happened was that Our Lady gave this priest, not just a blind man, he was a priest, his sight back, right? And the first thing that he saw was like Mary's face. Thanks, as it says here, thanks to the curiosity of his dog, right? That's why she's called uh, Madonna of Light, right? So the story is this. So there is a there is an old chapel dedicated to Our Lady that was destroyed by an invasion in 1537, right? So what happened? Well, a priest was going on pilgrimage to the shrine of our Santa Maria di Leuca in 1563. Uh, this is Don Didaco di Vittorio di Afragola. But he went in um, to rest when there was a storm outside. So as he was there praying to Our Lady, um, his vision came back. And the first thing that he saw was um, this image, this f- fresco that had been recovered of Our Lady, which had fortunately been discovered by his dog, um, because uh, with his his movements, he like I guess he dug it up. So that's uh, that's the story there. Sorry, the vague details, but that's okay. Um, we're also told that Our Lady of Sorrows is celebrated in Togo, right? It recalls the first apparition to girls Timothée and Patience in 1998. Um, usually, we we don't mention apparitions if if they're not approved officially, like Our Lady of Lords. However, this one does say that there are diocesan pilgrimages. I found evidence of diocesan pilgrimages taking place to this site, so presumably it has some level of approval. 
now going over to Asia, we celebrate Reine de la Paix, uh, Our Lady of Peace, Queen of Peace, in Saigon, Vietnam. On this day in 50, uh, 1956, the, 1959, sorry, the statue was installed in the Saigon Cathedral. And then, last but not least, they also celebrate Our Lady of the Thorn in Chalon-sur-Main in France. Okay? So, why? Why do we celebrate this? Well, I'm not actually sure, believe it or not, because it was on the night of the Feast of the Annunciation, March 24th in 1400, that some shepherds were tending their flocks and were attracted by a bright light coming from the chapel of St. John the Baptist near Chalon, France. So when they got closer to the light, they saw it was actually a bush that was fully in flames. And in the midst of the flames was a statue of the Blessed Mother, standing unharmed. In fact, although the fire burned brightly, the branches and the leaves of the thorn bush were also unaffected, right? So the miracle continued all through the night and into the next day. And so people heard about it, and they rushed to see this, this burning bush that's reminded them of Moses on Mount Horeb. The Bishop of Chalon, Charles of Potier, himself witnessed it, right? The fact that there was a burning bush and the statue were both unaffected by the fire. So this beautiful church of Our Lady has been recognized by several popes, right? Including Calixtus III, Pius II, and Gregory XV. But it was Pope Leo XIII who ordered the solemn coronation of the miraculous statue. And he did so with these words. Yes, Our Lady of the Thorn will be crowned in my name. Prepare for her a diadem worthy of the Mother of God and the people whom she protects. Right? This is a, a very popular site, and it's been visited by many people of all ranks and classes throughout the years, including, in 1429, St. Joan of Arc. If I'm not mistaken, it actually may be that this is the day that the image was crowned. I think I read that somewhere. In any event, that's what we're celebrating today, February 16th, in the Marian world. So today, again, we want to offer a reflection that comes to us from one of the Angelus addresses of Pope St. John Paul II. This one comes from August 7th, 1983, when the Pope spoke of Mary as Mother of Church Unity. Again, we're taking these from Marian Reflections, The Angelus Messages of Pope John Paul II, a book compiled with the occasional commentary by Father David Brown. So this is what the Pope said on August 7th, 1983, about Mary, Mother of Church Unity. The impulse which the Second Vatican Council has given to the ecumenical movement makes us raise our glance to Mary, mother of unity and mother of the dispersed children of God. In the Old Testament, the dispersed children of God are the exiles in a foreign land, especially in Babylonia. The Lord permitted their dispersion among the peoples because of their sins. But once they were converted by the preaching of the prophets, God gathers them together from the Diaspora and makes them return to their own country. The Temple of Jerusalem, reconstructed from the ruins, is the privileged place of this reunification. Beneath its vaults, the converts who had become members of a new covenant adore the same Lord, and Jerusalem becomes the universal mother of these numberless sons whom Yahweh, her spouse, brought together within her walls. That surrounding wall, in effect, resembles a womb, which contains the temple and all those who assemble there to adore the one God. It is especially the evangelist John who, in the light of the redemption carried out by Christ, treats of these themes prepared from the Old Covenant. By his death, 
Jesus is the one who gathers together in unity the dispersed children of God. The dispersed nowadays are all men, inasmuch as they are victims of the evil one who snatches and scatters. However, they can become children of God if they accept Christ and his word. And Christ gathers together dispersed humanity in another temple, that is, his own person, which reveals the Father and brings mankind to perfect union with him. And the true Jerusalem is formed from the flock of his disciples, that is, the church, into which Jesus leads Jews and Gentiles. Of this new Jerusalem, Mary is the mother. Behold your sons gathered together, says the prophet to the ancient Jerusalem. That's in Isaiah 60, verse 4. Woman, behold your son, Jesus says to his mother, when from the cross he entrusts her to the beloved disciple, who represented all his disciples of every age. Sensitive, therefore, to the ecumenical prompting of the council, and in communion with our brothers of the World Council of Churches in Vancouver, we entreat the mother of God and of men that all families of peoples may be happily gathered together in peace and harmony into one people of God for the glory of the most holy and undivided trinity.